You are welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. You know, one thing about success is that it is predictable. Amen. I won't just talk to you about the predictability of success. You know, before now, there is this idea believers have like success is a myth. Success is something that happens by chance. One in 1,000 people, one in 10,000 people, random selection of God. Amen. I was sharing with someone what they do at the airport, some of the international airports, where they do random checks. By that, it means that they could just call you aside, say, step aside. And then they say, they sw- they sw- what do you call it, a swap. They do a swap. They use a cutting board, clean your hands, and put it on the machine to check if you've been in contact with drugs. So they've done it to me before in Germany. So I, was, I had to ask the guy, why, why did you call me? You know? Because I wanted to know whether it was something I should protest. You know? I said, why did you call me? He says, um, it's a random check. Like on different days they do. Today it could be one, the, every eighth person. Tomorrow it could be every twelfth person. Are you understanding me? So they keep changing. So today they say every eighth person that comes, you check the person. So you could be number eight. Are you with me? Random check. You could be the day they are doing every eleven. Maybe you are the eleventh person. Random check. Now most of us behave like success is God's random one, two, three. Who's uh, the the next one thousand person that will come into the world will be a success. So, you know, now, the way people are giving birth, you cannot tell who will confess. Are you understanding me? <laughs> so, this woman is pregnant, that woman is pregnant, this one is pregnant, 999, 1,000, success. Are you understanding me? <laughs> and somehow, whether you like it or not, that's, why, that's what makes you tell someone that is successful. You say, you are lucky. What do you mean by luck? Are you understanding me? Why, why do you feel that someone that is successful is lucky? Amen. Because somehow, deep down, within the recesses of your heart, you might not know it, but you somehow believe that success is luck. Are you understanding me? It happens for some people. It will not happen for some people, no matter what they do. But no, both in Scripture and out of Scripture, it has been proven that success is predictable. Let me tell someone, success is predictable. Say again, say success is predictable. It is predictable. It means that there are you know, you know how you know how you have this formula. We produce this substance. I understand me. If the formula is correct, the result is sure. Praise God. Now, one of the ways you will know that success is predictable is by what God told Joshua. Amen. What God told Joshua. If success was not predictable, God will say, "Don't worry. It's already destined for you to what? succeed." Are you understanding me? But He gave him an instruction. In Joshua 1.8, you, know you know the verse, Joshua 1.8, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Amen. Watch. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do, 
according to all that is written therein. For then, if you take out anything, those two words, for then, ever say for then. For then means the consequence of this book of the law, not departing of your mouth, is that what will happen? You will make your way prosperous. What will happen? You will have good success. Are we together? That means God was trying to say to Joshua that you can determine success. Amen. There are actions, there are mindsets, there are, there are particular paths you will walk on and you can determine success. If you forget anything today, don't forget this one. Success is predictable. Amen. Success is predictable. It's predictable. The scripture teaches that. Alright? Okay? The Bible also says, it says, meditate on these things. Give thyself wholly to them that your profiting may appear to all. Meaning that if you give yourself wholly to these things, your profiting will be evident. Praise God. Now, the issue is that there are many elements that make for success. It is true. But it is predictable. It is predictable. It's just like where, you know, let me use um, an, a, an example. It's more of an African ex- example. Um, we have um, a cereal in Nigeria. It's called PAP. <laughs> Alright? And uh, it's made from maize. It's maize flour, right? Is it, yeah. You know? So, and then you grind it and da 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 da. Then you have you know, uh, like a powdery, sticky substance that you put hot water on it, then it rises, okay? Then you can eat it. More like custard or something, you know? So, now, I had an uncle that there's a way I like the pap to be if I have to take it. I'd been to a boarding school, so... We've seen paps of different shapes and forms. Are you understanding me? But there's a, a, a thickness, alright, that is way maybe I would like it. Now, but I found out that sometimes when I try to make it, I was much younger then, I tried to make it. I can't remember the last time I had pap, but I tried to make it. And sometimes it will come out right, sometimes it won't come out right. So my uncle, he had a way of always making it come out right. Okay? So, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm sure again, because I've not done that for a long time. But he will put the spoon in the bowl, and then he pause to a point, then he will stop. It will come out right. Are you understanding me? Now, to me, sometimes it comes out right, sometimes it doesn't come right. But he knows. It's a, there's a principle. Are you understanding me? There's a principle that he understands. That makes that pap come out right all the time. Are we together? If success is not showing, something is missing in the principles. Amen. See, one of the things the Holy Ghost does for us, the Bible calls the Spirit of God, he said, He searcheth all things. Amen. Yea, the deep things of God. What does it mean, searcheth all things? Meaning that the Holy Ghost can give you access. You know how you have Google search engine? Are you understanding me? That when you type in a word, it will give you answers. Amen. 
So the Holy Ghost will give you answers. Amen. If you're searching for, okay, what's the missing element? Amen. In all these principles that, now, that I've come to learn, what's that, what is the missing element? He will search it out for you. Amen. But you know, some of us are too busy to actually find out why something is not working. The typical, typical individual acts this way. You are in a car. And you're going towards Borukri in Portakot here, which is, let's suppose, is southward. You're going towards, so Borukri is south, okay? Of, let's assume Portakot then, let's assume that uh, Choba is north, okay? Now you're going to Borukri, and you are facing north instead of south. Then you've, you've been driving for One hour, you've not reached Burukri. You got to Choba, you passed it. You are still going. It's Burukri you are going to. You get to Omoha, you pass it. Then you have not still found Burukri. Then you now decide to increase your speed. Are you understand what I'm saying? You now decide to increase your speed, hoping that you will arrive there on time. You now become more serious on the steering and say, please don't talk to me again until I get to Burukri. You are more focused. Are you understanding me? You are applying more strength, more efforts. Will you ever arrive at Burukri? Because you are in the wrong direction. The principle, every other principle you are putting to work, will not work if direction is wrong. Amen. Am I communicating? Am I communicating? So when we say success is predictable, I'm explaining to you that most of the time we find ourselves that way. I think on Sunday I was sharing about conflicting principles. All right? And this part of it, okay? Conflicting principles. The Spirit of God strongly was dropping my heart that we start addressing issues of conflicting principles. Are you understanding me? Somebody wants A, but he's doing B. Are you understanding me? Somebody wants B, but he's doing C. You can never have C doing B. Glory to God. No, you can't. You can't. And then you're wondering why it's not happening. Glory to God. Alright? It's just like a child, someone throws something up and still falls. I don't want it to fall. Slow. It falls. Fast. It falls. Far. It falls. It will fall. Are you understanding me? It will fall. Glory to God. It will surely fall. Am I communicating? It's a book. Um, it's, it's a good book to read. It's not, uh, it's not a Christian book. You know. A small book on success and all that. It's titled Outliers. Malcolm Gladwell. In that book, I believe one of the greatest things he did was to s- explain the practicality of success. Are you understanding me? How it is something someone can deliberately achieve. Glory to God. Are we together? And that anyone that succeeded in any endeavor, those same principles will be found in their day-to-day activities. Am I communicating? Alright, so, that is the first thing I want to establish in your heart. Now, but for the believer, God wants you to be successful. Amen. He wants you to be successful. Whatever your definition of success is, are you understanding me? At least, He wants a good thing to come out of what you are doing. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Alright, whatever your definition of success is, He wants something good to come out of what you are doing. He wants you to have fulfillment in what you are doing. He wants you to achieve. He wants you to grow. 
He wants you to progress. Am I communicating? So, you have to, first of all, accept that, you know, there are two things here now. The first one is, accepting that it is God's will for you to succeed. Amen. It's not just because you want to be better than your neighbor. No. God wants you to succeed. Amen. Even if there was no neighbor, God wanted you to succeed. When there was only Adam, God wanted him to succeed. Amen. It had nothing to do with comparing him with anybody. When it was only Adam, he wanted him to succeed. When it was Adam and Eve, he wanted them to succeed. When it was only Noah's family, he wanted them to what? To succeed. Glory to God. Am I communicating? So it has nothing to do with your neighbor, your classmate, your classmate, your age mate. Your, it has nothing to do with your village people. Are you understanding me? So that first thing has to be established. When we teach on divine healing, someone has asked, and many people have asked that question. You know, when we teach healing services, they ask, what's the most important thing in the healing service? I said, the most important class in the healing school or healing classes is to establish that it is God's will. And most of the time when we say, today we are going to teach on God's will for healing. Something like, ah, is, is he, someone is supposed to know now. Is that a hard thing? No, no. If you understand it, you will not be sick in the first place. Amen. If you are sick, you have not understood it. Amen. Are we together? That's the most important class. In the same way, in the school of success, the most important class for the believer is to come to that place where you know that success is God's will for you. Amen. Success is not just something you want. Success is God's will for you. That means before you were born, it was in God's mind that this being that I'm going to that's being created or is going to be born is going to be born for something. It's going to succeed. So, it's not you trying to pray God into getting you to succeed. You are not trying to lobby God to decide, at least now, you know, God, at least you have Dangote, you have this, or what about me? Are you understanding me? No, 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 no. It is God's intention for you to succeed. Lift your right hand and say it with me. Say, it is God's will for me to succeed. Say, it is God's will for me to, to succeed. Glory to God. That means that, you know, anything that is God's will, it is, it means that God will sponsor it. Amen. Are we together? He will make provision for it. So that's the first thing, it is God's will. The second thing is is where I started from. The second thing is to know that success is predictable. Amen. Are we together? Okay, first, that is God's will. Secondly, that success is predictable. The third one, the first one is success is God's will. The second one, success is predictable. The third point is that success is possible. Amen. You know, someone can know, it's God's will, oh. it's, it's predictable, oh, but I don't know if it's possible for me. Amen. It is possible. Glory to God. Amen. It is possible. It is possible. Wherever you are now, whatever you are doing now, success is possible. Glory to God. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. You know, there are some things that have to be repeated over and over again for your heart to embrace it. Are you understanding me? For your heart to embrace it. It has to be established again and again. You know, it has to be established again and again. 
So you need to tell yourself these things. When you stand before the mirror, you say, Hey, success is God's will for me. Amen. Success is predictable. Success is possible for me. Glory to God. You know, listen, there are certain, certain things that have been planted in our minds, in our thoughts, without our knowing. Glory to God. So we grew up that way. Some of us grew up in a way where you believe that success is a myth. Let me give an example. We had a, a, a youth group years ago. We all belong to. So a girl, you know, she comes to our meetings and goes home. And she was enjoying the meetings, enjoying the services, having fun. One day her father called her as she came back from fellowship. Alright? Most of the kids that were going there, maybe their parents were working in good places, you know, those kind of things. But they didn't come from such a privileged home. So the father called her one day, sat her down. I know what the father told her. He said, I thank God for that place you are going to, but that place is not for you. Those are rich people. You will never be rich. <laughs> Don't deceive yourself. We are poor people. That's what a father told his daughter. Are you understanding me? So you can imagine that as she's sitting down there hearing the word of God, she say, she'll say, oh, I wish this was for me. Are you understanding me? I wish this is for me. Somebody will hear what she heard and take off. But she can't even take off because she first has to dislodge conflicting thoughts. Amen. Are we together? Conflicting thoughts are, are, are very, 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 very dangerous. They can keep you grounded for a long time. Amen. When the force of God's word comes to lift you, it becomes the dead weight that keeps you down. Are you understanding me? Until you offload those thoughts, you rise nowhere. Are you understanding me? So this lady had her thoughts. Success is not for me. Amen. So when you say, it is God's will, say, okay, but it's not for me. Glory to God. So I want you to repeat these three statements again. First of all, say, success is God's will. Say, success is predictable. The third one, success is possible. Glory to God. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. So, where are you now? Where are you now? You might be in failure avenue. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. But success is possible. Glory to God. People that have been... I don't know what word to use. You know, I, I read a, a biography, uh, or like an article, like uh, they were telling a story about the famous uh, professor of mathematics in Nigeria. Chike Obi was his name. I think he's pastor now. He was a professor. I think he was the first, if I'm not mistaken, he was either the first professor of mathematics or something like that. So they tell a story that this guy, it was from his form four, what they call SS1. That he started doing well in maths. Praise God. That means from his primary school days, he wasn't good in maths. His first, uh, what they call uh, junior high, all right, he wasn't good in maths. Glory to God. So I don't know where you are now, but you can decide today that success is possible for you. Glory to God. That success is possible for you. The man that became the person known for McDonald's. Eh? 
Recroc is his name. He was not actually the originator of the idea. Maybe you say he stole the idea. You know, but the guy was first a failed salesman. Are you as an enemy? What he was trying to sell, he didn't succeed in it until he met this. But that means that deep within his heart, he believed that success was possible. Now, I could use Bible characters to explain to you that there are people that didn't look like they would amount to anything. But somehow, deep down, they believed in their hearts. Amen. That it was possible. How could a Joseph in a strange land become a political leader in a strange land? Amen. How? That means from the moment he was 17 and he saw that dream, he believed it was possible. Glory to God. He believed it was possible. Listen, if you don't believe so strongly that success is possible more than you believe that your limitations can hold you back. Are you understanding me? Some of you believe in your limitations more than you believe in the possibility of success. And we would have done, but you know, you know I did not go to a good school. You know I don't know the right people. Every excuse you will give, someone had beat it before. Amen. Every excuse you will give, someone had beat it before. Someone had met that same thing, even more, something more serious than that, and had overcome it. So success is possible. I did um, a teaching some time back. I just dropped this and I entered my teaching proper. I talked about breakthrough ideas. And I mentioned five breakthrough ideas. You know, and I believe it will help someone. And I'm trying to talk like this so that you are thinking... I'm, I'm trying to affect your thinking. Amen. I'm trying to affect your thinking. So I talked about five breakthrough ideas. I've thought on that before. Number one. Pray true. Everybody say pray true. You know you can pray, but you didn't, you didn't pray through. Amen. That means you didn't prevail in the place of prayer. Pray through. Start learning to pray through. If you have something that, you know, you just say, ah, man, I, I want to do, I want to do A or B. Uh, let's assume now, where you are now, you want to start, you want to start selling something. And you don't have an idea in sales. And you're putting things together, then you meet an obstacle. Stay and pray through. Praying through means that you will not stop until the answer comes out of it. Amen. You know, when Jesus taught us in Matthew 7, verse 7, He said, ask and ye shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. If you even look at the acronyms, ask is A, seek is S, and knock is K. So error of there is ask again. Are you understanding me? Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and it sh- you, shall, you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Now, in some other translations, it's not ask, saying ask, just ask um, something you do once. It's more of like, keep asking. Amen. Amen. That's the actual. Because the next verse, look at verse 8. Um, Matthew 7, verse 8. For everyone that asks it, of course, you know what? Um, give it to me in um, NKJV, New King James Version, or NIV. Thank you. Everyone who asks, 
receives. Not asked. Amen. Amen. And he who seeks, he's still seeking. Amen. Finds. To him who knocks, it will be opened. Give it to me, NIV. Go back to verse 7. Let me read from 7. There's a translation I'm looking for. Uh, NLT, go to NLT. I just want to, I hope I'll find it. Yes, thank you. Look at it now. That's what I was trying to show you. New Living Translation of Matthew 7 7. Follow me now. It says what? Let's read together. I want to go. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened. It is, see, the, the, imp, the import of that scripture is that there, the thing is there. Amen. But we stop so soon. Glory to God. The answer you are looking for is there. The expectation you are reaching out for is there. It's available. Success is available. Oh. Amen. But he said, Acts. So the breakthrough idea here is pray through. Amen. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. Pray through. Don't just say, oh, okay. Uh, if God wants it to work, it will work. God, God wants it to work. Amen. God wants it to work. One of the elements of success is prayer. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it has to be in the mix. In abundant measure. Are you understanding me? You know, eh? If you're making uh, a pot of soup, all the ingredients in the soup are not put in the same measure. Let's assume there's water. Let's assume there's some trace of oil. Let's assume there are vegetables. Alright? They are not all put in the same portion. You don't say, okay, if the water I put in is uh, 50 grams, then the, this, the, 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 the vegetable too will be like that. Then the salt too will be like that. You know, unless you want, is a concussion. Are you understanding me? Am I communicating? Now, so, let's assume that you have uh, a goosey melon soup, okay? And then they put it, you know, the salt is always small. Are you understanding me? Am I communicating? Good. Now, when it comes to the element of success, you don't sprinkle prayer. No, sir. Amen. Prayer is not the salt. It's not the salt. Amen. Prayer is not the salt. You don't sprinkle the prayer. Some people, after they finish cooking, they are sprinkling salt. Lord, you know that we want to, you know. Lord, you know that I commit this into your hand. Amen. Lord, you know that. <laughs> no, you don't sprinkle prayer. Prayer is the, is the vegetable. Are you understanding me? Is the, is, see, is the major, major part of the soup called success. Are you understanding me? So it has to be in abundant measure. That's why we say pray through. Pray through. So I was talking about uh, principles, you know, and you know, the, some of us that are word folks sometimes start fighting people that talk principles. But there's no quarrel, there's no fight about that. Because even prayer is a principle in itself. <laughs> Amen. It's just that it's a spiritual principle. 
what is making this fan work is a physical principle. Physics. Praise God. It's a physical principle. What's physics? It's a study of physical forces. There are spiritual forces. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Am I communicating? So, the point here is this. That you pray through. Help me tell someone to pray through. Say again, pray through. Glory to God. The second breakthrough idea, which a lot of believers don't practice, is think through. Amen. Think through. Think through. Think through. Thinking cannot be a sin. Thinking and worrying are not the same thing. I didn't say worry through. Amen. Worry is thinking negatively about a situation. Am I communicating? That means there is a positive thinking about a situation. Am I communicating? So, think through. God thinks. At least you know the popular Jeremiah 29:11. Amen. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good, King James, thoughts of good, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Amen. So does God think? Does God think? If you are not sure, I can give you another scripture. Let's go to Isaiah 55. Um, let's start from maybe verse 8. 8. Thank you. Let's read together. I want to go. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Next verse. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So God has thoughts. Amen. And then the second scripture says, He has thoughts for you. Glory to God. So if God thinks, you know, that means that He processes ideas. Glory to God. He thinks. So, most of the time, a lot of folks start projects. They want to do something. They didn't sit down and think through. If you study the Bible, I believe it was Luke. He said that who wants to build a tower and does not first sit down and count the cost? Amen. Are we together? To think through. Think through. Think through. Think through. The world does not know how to pray through, but they think through better than you. Amen. Glory to God. The world doesn't know how to pray through, but they know how to think through. Glory to God. So sometimes, a little more thoughts to what you want to do will give it a lot of flesh. Amen. So your ideas don't come out still in their skeletal form. Thinking through will give it flesh. Amen. There's a phrase you will see in scripture. While we taught on these things, while he taught on this, the Bible said about Joseph, the, the, the guardian of Jesus, he said, while he yet taught on these things, an angel appeared to him. Amen. So he was thinking. So you think through. August is coming. What, how will it look like? Think through. Sit down. Have a calendar in front of you. Look through the dates. 
think through. Don't just enter August. Then when it's the 16th of August, say, oh God, you know that this month of August will not pass me by. It has passed already. Amen. <laughs> it has passed. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. It has passed. Amen. Hands of the year be. Sit down. Stop wishing. The third breakthrough idea. What's the first one? Pray through. What's the second one? What's the th- okay? Now I've not given you the third one. <laughs> the third one is walk through. Everybody say walk through. The Bible says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? The last verse of Proverbs 22. He shall stand before kings and not before mean men. Alright? I think it's 29. Seest thou a man diligent before? Thank you. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before what? Mean men. You know, a lot of people are not diligent in their business. They're only diligent in another person's You don't see, you don't see. They're diligent in another person's business. Glory to God. You know, some people can sit down and tell you what somebody else is doing. And they didn't miss any detail. They are so diligent about another person's business. But they are not diligent about their business. Someone asks that the word of faith folks, oh no, let me say this, and I'm not saying it in a divisive way. I'm just establishing a fact. In the body of Christ, we have, um, you call them denominations, but I call them different streams. Amen. All right, different clans within the, the body. Glory to God. So you have those that are referred to as word of faith. Now they say, there are some folks that say they are now grace, they are not word of faith. Amen. <laughs> As if there is a difference. Amen. Alright, so, word of faith folks. Then you have the people called the evangelicals. The evangelicals you are like Billy Graham, you understand that most of them didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost to speak in tongues like you do. Now, several other names you will know. Billy Graham is like one of the prominent, like the father figure of the, of the evangelicals. So, you have that group. So they were doing a study and they saw that to a large extent, the evangelicals, two things were outstanding about them. One, they had more sound marriages than the Pentecostals. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Secondly, they rose to dominance. Some of them became political leaders. Some of them, are you understanding me? Uh, in their businesses, more than the Pentecostals. So, what was, what was it? Because these other guys, if you talk about, and the evangelicals can tell you that the charismatics, let me use a broader term, the charismatics, those that speak in tongues, have preached the gospel, have advanced the cause of the gospel more than any denomination. Are you understanding me? So they agree. These are people with the power. But when it comes to societal influence, the evangelicals still top the rank. Praise God. So, they start asking, what was the issue? What was the issue? And I'll tell you what it is. They found out the difference between the charismatics and the evangelicals. Two things. Number one, 
their work ethic. Amen. Number two, their values. Work ethic is also value. Okay? But their work ethic. The evangelicals, some of them came from the Protestant movement. Are you understanding me? You know how you know the Protestant movement, Martin Luther? Uh, not King, Martin Luther, the one, the German Martin Luther. Not the American Martin Luther. American one is Martin Luther King. The German one is Martin Luther. Amen. The priest. That revolution that happened, is it 16th of century or thereabout? That revolution that happened, eh? let me tell you what happened to them. They were ostracized because they left the mainstream denomination. So they had to look for ways to fend for themselves. Are you understanding me? So they didn't joke with serving God and working. Are you understanding me? Different from how the Pentecostal movement was. Are you understanding me? So you find that a lot of folks that speak in tongues, some of them don't have a proper work ethic. God will do it. Is it not God again? Are you understanding me? You are God alone. Right now, <laughs> God will do it. God will do it. The evangelical believes that when I do it, God is doing it. Amen. Are we together? Okay. When I do it, God is doing it. If I'm not doing it, God is not doing it. But the Pentecostal believes that God by himself will do it. He might not even need me to do it. So you find that even in our doctrines, Amen. There's that element that makes someone believe that he can sit in the house and confess money coming to me now 20 times and money will come out from his roof. Amen. Without understanding that there is a system, there's a natural system that the supernatural needs to manifest in this realm. Amen. Have you ever thought of the fact that yes, Jesus, the birth of Jesus was a miracle. But have you ever thought of the fact, why did God not just a baby just appear in Jerusalem or Nazareth or where Bethlehem now just appear, just be walking around. He lives on the mountain. He feeds himself. Are you understanding me? <laughs> Are you understanding me? Why didn't it happen that way? They still needed a woman. Are you understanding what I'm saying? A woman had to conceive that child. Glory to God. Meaning that even God's greatest agenda needed a human system to be birthed. Am I communicating? Let me tell you someone, walk through. Walk. Walk. W-O-R-K. Walk through. Amen. Walk. Some people, some people walk a bit. No. Walk through. I, there's a statement I want to leave with you. You know, People are talented, you agree. There are some people that are talented, are gifted. They are gifted. They are just born somehow, you know. If they just do it, it will work. I, someone was singing somewhere, saying, man, see talent. You know. The people are just talented, they are just gifted. But listen to me. Hard work will beat talent if talent is not working hard. Write it down. Hard work will beat talent if talent is not working hard. If you look on the scene, whether it's in business, sports, 
entertainment. It's not the most gifted people that are shining. No. Those people that are shining will tell you that that guy is more gifted than I am. It's those that with their talent, they still worked hard. Amen. Diligence. Some of you here, you know, one of the challenges of talented people is that sometimes they can trust their talents too much. Amen. Eh, no problem. Even if I don't read, when I get there, I will remember, I will remember. Then there's someone that always forgets. And because you always forget, you will sit down and read the thing three times. Are you understanding me? He will read it three times and say, if I don't read it, I will forget too. Then he comes first. Praise God. The one that even was teaching him what they will ask came second. Are you understanding me? What has happened? Hard work has overtaken talents. If you look around the world today, hard work has been beating talent over and over again. Over and over again. Glory to God. Am I communicating? So, what, that, that element not be missing in your success journey. Amen. Walk. Walk. Apply your energy over time on that project. Amen. Walk. Sit down. Read. Ask questions. Put yourself, apply yourself to it. Many people are looking for shortcuts to fame. Someone on social media, um, I don't want to mention the person's name, but he started out teaching people some things. See, let me, let me just advise some of you. There are some people on social media, you know, <laughs> when someone comes to teach you success principles, and he's not doing anything, it's just that he's teaching success principles. How is, is that the thing he's teaching that's the only way he's making money? Are you understanding me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? That's not someone to learn from. You want to really learn? Learn from someone that is actually doing something. Amen. And truly, most of the people that are actually doing something, they have very limited time to even teach. Because they are so busy doing what they are doing. You have to learn by observing them do what they are doing. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So someone came up with something. It's been training among some young folks. They say a guy was doing it four hours a week. You can work for four hours a week and be a success. It's a big lie. You cannot sustain anything. You might achieve something, but you can't sustain it. Amen. You yourself, are you not de- deceiving yourself four hours a week? <laughs> that you work, you know, you know how many hours are in the week? Amen. 24 times 7, 168, if I'm not mistaken. Are you understanding me? Then out of the 168 hours, you only work four hours. And then you will make it, you will blow. It doesn't work like that. Praise God. It doesn't work like that. Find out from people that are standing in any place or any field of endeavor as champions there. They work more than others. Amen. They do. You know, let me explain something. I want to use Paul's um, teaching to explain something to you. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul made a statement. 
This is not my teaching for today. I'm just sharing for early birds breakthrough ideas. Okay. All right. So, are you there? Let's read together. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And His grace, which was bestowed on me, was not in vain. Now, pause. That means the grace bestowed on you can be in vain. Let me tell you, neighbor, it shouldn't be in vain. <laughs> Say, there's a grace bestowed on you. It shouldn't be in vain. Now, that means it's not the responsibility of the grace. It's your responsibility for it not to be in vain. Praise God. But the second part says, But I, who? Paul. I labored more abundantly than they all. <laughs> Yet, not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Are we together? Now, most of the time, let me explain something about believers. You know, when a revelation comes out, some people take one portion of it and run away. Amen. It's just like the girl that's sitting down watching her mother cook, and she didn't stay from beginning to end. She just saw where they're putting salt. And they said, I can cook. Are you understanding me? Then, she, you know, then she's wondering, because she never stayed through. So, a lot of times we talk about the favor aspect of grace. Amen. The favor of grace. Ever say the favor of grace. But we don't talk about the labor of grace. Amen. What do I mean by the labor of grace? The empowerment that grace brings to make you walk your walk. Amen. That means that Paul was saying that grace enabled me to labor. That means that normally, if somebody is just sit up and write for 30 minutes, you'll be tired. I wrote for 3 hours. I wasn't tired because of the grace of God at my work in me. Oh, it means that if somebody, I'm into fashion design. If someone sat down and, and did the work for, for one hour, he will be tired. But I did it for three hours. At the speed at which I went, I, no normal human being can do it. Grace to labor. Lift your hand and say, I receive grace to labor. Say, that grace that is upon me, it is channeled to my labors from today in the name of Jesus. Why can someone not stay, someone can stay up at night? They are not taking advantage of grace. Amen. So, walk through. It's grace that has been made available to you that empowers you to walk through. So, oh, you went out to laugh with your friends. You went somewhere. You were watching um, uh, movies. Or you went to watch a match. Or you were on Facebook, social media. Ah, Then you get home. It's already 12 midnight. You have something to submit by 8 in the morning. But you were playing. Grace is that you still stay up that 12 midnight and put in the 4 hours that you need to put in. Sleep for 4 hours and still deliver it. Amen. Am I complicating? But you don't say, oh God, take control. <laughs> you know, 12 o'clock, say, God, take control. God, take control. God, take control. Then when it gets to uh, 30 minutes to the time, you start, you start saying, hey, I tell my tie, you tell my bow tie. I tell my tie, you tell my bow tie. I tell my tie, you tell my bow tie. Robo scatter, Shekri, join them. And you expect that that, uh, that, that that tongue in 30 minutes, amen, before, those tongues are tongues of apprehension, amen. You know, that in 30 minutes, you, 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 you enter there and then you, somebody sat down. He did, in short, he started learning things. No, it's not like that. Amen. See, in expecting the favor of God, don't think God will overlook his justice. Amen. 
Amen. He's a just God. He's a just God. He's a just God. The favor of God does not mean the justice of God is suspended. No. For every favor, there's an explanation in the spirit realm for it. There has to be an explanation. If not, God will be unjust. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you walk through. There's grace. Amen. To enable you labor. So you can stay up and write that book. Amen. You can stay up and finish that project. Let them not give you something to do. And every time you didn't meet up, we didn't finish, we didn't finish. You never finish. I know that from today, amen, you will walk through. Amen. You will walk through. You will walk through. You will walk through. Where are we now? What's the first one? Pray through. What's the second one? What's the third one? The fourth one is to look through. You know, most of the time people do something. I, I, I believe we were talking a few days ago. I think my wife and uh, I and some other person. We're talking about uh, clothes making and all that. People that make clothes. And uh, they were talking about a lady that <laughs> makes her clothes for as much as 80,000 naira. That's, I just said to me, you want to sew? Just say 80,000. Okay, it's, sorry, 80,000 is discount. It's 150. You know? 80,000 is just discount. 150. So we're talking about that. But when you see the thing, you'll understand. Are you understanding me? So we're talking about finishing. You know, the Nigerian problem is finishing. Amen. Amen. A Nigerian and the culture we are brought up in has configured us to overpromise and underdeliver. Are you understanding me? Ah! I will finish in one week. I can do it in three days. You shall come tomorrow and collect it. <laughs> Are you sure? Sir, go and ask, go and ask, go and ask. Once you pay, story will start. You know, did you hear the announcement Buari made? When we were talking, what concerned Buari in this? Did we bring Buari into the discussion when we were agreeing? Say, no, 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 no. It's not. You see, the announcement they made. They said that uh, uh, this thing will go on strike soon. So it's affecting the distance. So my, my, my thread, what are you talking nonsense? <laughs> Praise God. Am I communicating? Finishing. And the reason is that most of the time, when we do what we do, we don't look through. Amen. Are you understanding me? We don't look through. <sighs> you are finished. You are too concerned about early gratification. Are you understanding me? You know that. Make it now, now. Eh? I don't know what word to call it. It's a problem. It's almost um, an, a man, a respected man, was sharing a story about the Nigerian mind. He said, These are the Nigerian things. If you bring this chair, all right? I'm holding up a chair for those of you listening in. And then you give it to a Nigerian. 
the conference chair. You say, um, I want you to make this kind of chair for me. He will ask, how much is it? You say, how much is this chair now? 12,000, 8,000, I forgot to know. 10, 10,000. You say, okay, it's 10,000. You say, okay. Uh, we look at it and say, uh, I won't be able to do it for 10. No. Give me 15,000. I will do it. Then he checks what they used to make it. Let's assume it was wrought iron. Uh, there's a foam. There's a, uh, a fabric. And then maybe there are threads to sew it. And maybe some gum under or something. I'm just assuming. Okay. Then he say, make it. As he's making it, as he's going to buy the things in the market to make it, he spends 4,000 naira, 5,000 naira, 6,000 naira. When he starts spending 8,000 naira, he collected 15. You know? start thinking, ah, how can I make this thing for 4,000 naira and still they will pay me 15,000? Are you understanding me? So, you will now check and say, Mosai is wrought iron. Mosai is wrought iron. Start thinking. Let me use wood. Huh? Maybe it might be cheaper. Or let me use something else. It might be cheaper. He will get that one. Mosai use foam. What if I gather clothes that they have thrown away and put inside it to see how the soft feel? Eh? Mosai, if you check well, it's neatly done under. Mosai, tidy up the under. That will cost me extra 500 naira. I can just leave it. Nobody's going, who will look under? Who will look under? What are they looking for under? Eh? Is he a witch? What is he looking for under? That's how the Nigerian thinks. And then, they will make this chair. And they spent 4,000. They still will sell it worth 15,000. Until one day, somebody will fall and die. <laughs> they will come and arrest them. They will now spend 600,000 to pay themselves. They, the money, they didn't even make that kind of profit from the chairs they sold. Are you listening to me? That's how a typical Nigerian thinks. Praise God. Am I communicating? Now, I'm saying this for a reason. If you, whatever it is you do, Look through is what makes you excellent. Amen. Amen. Looking through is what makes you excellent. Is what makes you excellent. That's the spirit of excellence. That's what makes you excellent. That you finished. You say, wait. Let me check. And then you take your time. You know, I was, um, someone's asking me, the guy that cuts my hair, why I have stayed with him. For the length of years I've stayed with him. You know. And people have come to, let me, I don't know what word to use, whether I would like say to market me. You understand? You understand? I say, ah, please, let me. The woman brought a guy, you know, he said, he's own, he will come wherever you are. You understand that? And, you know, do his thing and all that and all that. So I think the first time he came, I have a problem when I'm explaining what I want. And you are not listening. Are you understanding me? You know, you know that pull like that. And in my experience, they always create problems. Whether it's a mechanic, 
whether he's a carpenter, whether he's a fashion. He said, oh, no, 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 no worry, no worry. Ah, now my walk. <laughs> well, that's what I said, now my walk. <laughs> you know, if you read the book, uh, A Word in Season, uh, the story, um, what's the story now? Uh, what will it take? That's the story. What will it take? It's this kind of experience. Go and get the book, A Word in Season. What will it take? The story there talks about a guy that when we were roofing the church, he said, this is work. I asked enemy, I couldn't say that in pidgin English, but what he was saying was that, say, ah, leave, our God, not my work, not my work. So, I've had that experience. Buddha said, not my work. So, you are telling him something, no, no, I, I can do it, it's easy. The guy that does my hair, he's patient. Are you understanding me? He's patient. You are even the one that will say, please, I want to go. <laughs> because any, if he's attending to you, let the world <laughs> fall apart. He's attending to this person. Are you understanding me? Are you getting me? <laughs> he, spirit, soul, and body is here. He will take his time. He will do like this. He will do like that. He will do like that. You get what? So, if I want to take a nap, I go there. Are you understanding me? <laughs> I return to work after that. Are you understanding? So the point I'm making is that is his concern for his eye for detail. You get? His eye for detail. He will look through, say, wait, wait, wait. He will check. He will, you know? Listen, you can do your job like that. Amen. You can do your job like that. One time they were trying to encourage me. I I don't have any business with uh, I don't know what to call them tailors <laughs> you understand that I don't have that patience if I want something I go and get it I don't have patience to say okay you wait in two weeks time you collect. why should I wait for two weeks <laughs> why should I wait for two weeks why should I wait for one week are you understanding me I, I, I want to wear a shirt now. Are you understanding me? I should wait for two weeks. People are different. I'm not you can do your own. Are you understanding me? You know, why, why should I wait for two weeks? Why should I wait for three weeks? Yes, that, that will happen. I have other things to do. So, it's always a difficult time when maybe they, they are doing uh, traditional stuff or burial or family events. I'm the one that is stressful to get me to comply. You understand that? So they will come and look for me. Sometimes in the office, sometimes they'll come and catch me somewhere. So we just want to measure you. Okay? Measure now, no problem. Yeah, they measure here, they measure here, they measure here. But I think you measured before. Use that other one that you used to measure. So, no, it might not be exactly. Let us measure you. Uh, since I've been married, maybe my wife has succeeded two or three times to carry me to where they will measure me. Are you understanding me? You know, <laughs> no more than that so now but the point I'm making is I now started opening my heart small small until someone now sold something to me, for me <laughs> this is how I was <laughs> those of you that are listening you can't see me you know where you wear a shirt someone now thinks that you are disabled Is something wrong with me? What's wrong? <laughs> you see? Because they measured the left hand. The length was 24. 
The right hand is 22 and a half. Are you? <laughs> Are you? Glory to God. Uh, you know, I thought this would not put tags on the clothes. They say it's a size. Let's assume I wear uh, a 15 and a half. They say it's a size 15 and a half. But that 15 and a half is actually original 17. Why? <laughs> Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, say, look through, look through, look through, look through, look through. Amen. Look through, look through, look through. Be observant. Be very observant. Have eyes for details. Look at what you are doing. Get feedback. Listen to the feedback. When you are making something, you are not making it for yourself. If an artist is drawing, and is drawing what he is enjoying for himself, are you the one that will buy it? Are you the one about the artwork? Oh yeah, now draw and keep, <laughs> admire it, and be hungry. You have to have the person you are drawing for in mind. Amen. You have to have a person in mind. So maybe you are an artisan, you sew or you cook or whatever you do. It matters what the people you are making it for what they say. It matters. Why should you be offended when they say, ah, no, 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 no. Your, your moi, moi, you know, when we put it in our mouth, it just gums. <laughs> it doesn't digest. <laughs> Did you put, uh, is there cellulose inside? What, what was, <laughs> you say, they're criticizing me, they're criticizing me. No, sit down. Look at what they're saying. At least they bought it. Amen. At least they bought it. At least they ate it. Amen. Then they complained. You can do another one. Say, taste this one. Are you understanding me? If it's the same way. Some people have moved forward in their business just by someone's complaint. The complaint was actually what changed their business forever. Amen. Because of someone's complaint, they got it. So looking through means that you are also you are getting feedback. You are observing. There's nothing you are doing now that somebody else might not do tomorrow. Amen. Yeah. But if you're not listening to feedback, soon you will know when the market has moved. Amen. You will know. Glory to God. So look through. What's the first one now? Pray through. What's the second one? What's the third one? The fourth one? Let me give you the fifth breakthrough idea. Stay true. Hey. Ever say stay true. You know, there's what we call staying power. A.K.A. stamina. Amen. A lot of people, I know that, you know, and I won't discourage you if you're a young person, maybe you're within the ages of 18 to 23, um, you're still at that age where you're trying out different things. No problem. But, you know, it's good to discover what you want to do early. Hallelujah. As early as possible. So you could try out this, you try out that. You're a young person, try out the things you want to try out. In business, you can try different things, different ideas. It's good. But 
there's an age you get to. You know, you should not be trying out things. Amen. Uh, you should not be trying out things. Imagine someone after celebrating his 60th birthday, he now decides, man, I should do the Olympics. 100 meters Olympics. I'm supposed to start training for 100 meters Olympics at 60. The village people should advise him. Amen. Amen. They should advise him. I yes, I mean, sit him down. He has said that you are 40 years late. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Do you want to be a coach? Or if he's a coach, you want to be, no problem. But you say you want to run. Eh? Even you say Bolts turned what age? Now, 30, 32, I've forgotten. And he has retired. <laughs> Amen. After four consecutive, is it three? Olympics. You know? Three or so. Winning gold medal three times consecutively. He has retired. So you cannot be starting now. Praise God. Okay? But I'm addressing that. What I mean by stay through is that some of you have actually dabbled into the thing that is your thing. But because it's not yielding immediately, you want to move to another thing. Amen. Don't be one of those that are carried away with trends. You have 300,000 saved in your savings account. Then you hear that, ah, the rainy business now is shawarma business. You call it, uh, yeah, uh, grace shawarma. <laughs> grace shawarma. <laughs> you start the shawarma thing, you know, you bring out 250,000, you try to set it up and all that and all that. As people are doing the shawarma, you now hear another to say, no, 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 no. It's wigs now. There is wigs now. Are you not seeing everybody's wearing wigs? Yeah. You just come that day, close the shop, change it. Grace weeks. <laughs> Even people are not confused. Ah, which kind of wig is that? Is it a shawarma wig? <laughs> you understand that? And a lot of folks, you know, it takes a while to build an identity. Are you understanding me? So, and that's what some people don't understand. That. People should know you for something. It takes time for people to accept acceptance that they accept that, ah, this is what you do. Today on Facebook, you advertise it. Buy Beshit, buy Beshit, two, ten, two, one thousand, two, buy Beshit, buy Beshit. You know, then I say, eh, is it Beshit is, is, is selling now? You say, the next thing now, you're posting on another thing. Eh, phones, new brand phones. Are you understanding me? <laughs> to you, you are doing multiple streams of income. Uh, that's not my topic for today. I'll, if you want to do that, I'll share with you how to do it. But listen, it is easier. Imagine, you see, let me explain how it is so you understand it. Come. I'm calling your brother up to the front. What's your name? Victor Mark. Your first name? Victor. Victor. Okay. Everybody say, hello, Victor. Today is Thursday. Let's assume we come tomorrow morning. You decide that. You don't like Victor. You like Philip. Okay. What's your name? Philip. 
Everybody say hello, Philip. Don't call me Victor again. Don't call me Victor again. Call me Philip. Or you can call me both anyway. Or you can call me both anyway. All right. You come again the third day. What's your your other your native name? Ogi. Ogie. Okay. So, what's your name? Ogie. Say hello, Ogie. Hello, so, when he comes tomorrow, you'll be saying, which name again will they call? <laughs> Is that not? Are you getting me? Say, whether you are Philip or Victor, Ogie, please, just... Why are you talking like that? You think it's beginning to frustrate you. Are you understanding me? I say how it is. That's how it is too with your business. Amen. Thank you. Are you understanding me? Because at the point, people want to be able to... You have a problem, someone's changing his name every time. Amen. Some of you even complain about people that change their phone number every time. I know you called in last week. Next week, and I say, no, don't use this number again. Call me with this other number. It's easier. It's easy number. It's just 334 Everybody's number is easy to them, you know. <laughs> you know, everybody's phone number is easy to them, you know. Then after I call again, I change his number. After I, uh, uh, that's how it is that people cannot tell what you stand for. Amen. Amen. What, what, what is it you do? So, when I meet you, what, what, why should I look for you? Amen. What's that thing? That, those things they talk about branding, and that's part of what it is. What you remember. Praise God. Okay? If we say, if we say, if we say MTN, do you think of Moi Moi? <laughs> when I say MTN, what comes to your mind? Nothing else. Are you understanding me? You don't think about Moi Moi. You don't think about that. Chicken Republic. Is this cement you, you thought of? What if you enter Chicken Republic and they say we now sell cement on this other corner? <laughs> we have bags of cement here, cheaper than cheaper than Dangote cement. That's why it's in this corner. <laughs> you know, you won't be wondering. Let the cement not enter the food. Though. Are you understanding me? <laughs> so the point is, stay through. Amen. Especially because you are prayed through at the beginning, you now know, hey, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Then stay with it. Stay with it. Glory to God. Stay with it. Now, it, it could be that you are around that area, but you get, it might not be one specific thing, but there's something they know you for. Oh, this person is into fashion design. Oh, this person is into this. This person is into this. So when people want to look for someone in that area, they know where to go. It is in Nigeria where the idea of general contractor you know, general contractor. You know, now when businessmen have their business cards, I think I have a card here. You have their business cards, and then they will now write, uh, uh, let, let me use someone's name now. You say, Richard and Sons. Then they now say, building materials, roofing sheets, umbrellas. <laughs> yes, and, uh, are you getting me? Footwears, bag of rice, and general merchandise. You know, let me just put it this way 
nobody really, really trusts a hustler. If someone comes, you say, what can you do? Say, everything. Imagine that you went to the hospital. You know? And then you see the guy that came to your house to fix your sink. When the asked for plumber, he was the one that came. Fix it. Then he enter hospital, he's the one sitting behind you, this thing. You know, I said, were you not the plumber that came to me? I said, eh, I do plumbing, I do medicine. <laughs> you know, anything you want me to do. Won't you, then you want to conduct surgery. <laughs> Before you put bathroom sink inside your stomach. <laughs> Are you asking me? He said, No, he said, Ah, this guy, you're the one that came for the plumbing work. He said, Yes. You're also a doctor. He said, Yes. Are you with me? Nobody actually trusts you. So when you present yourself as a hustler, don't think it means that people will feel sorry for you. If it's something that will not cost them anything, they could help you. But when you start coming to value, Amen, things of value. Nobody wants to commit things of value to a hustler. Are you with me? Yeah. I remember as a teenager, I was going for a birthday party. Then I used to have a higher hair. And then you have this one off. You know? So... And I want to, so I, I, it was a salon. I got there. The guy that, the barber wasn't there. So I met another person. You know, so I was like, where's the barber? He said, no, he's the one around. Uh, so I just want to touch up a bit. Is da, 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 da. It's okay. I was dressed to go to, from there I'm going to where I'm going to. The guy now started. By the time he did zoop, you know, some of you know what I'm talking about. When a big lump of your hair falls on the ground. The first thing I'll be thinking is like, it can, they can fix it back or something, you know. Because there's no, you, it, from that point, there's no reverse. Are you understanding me? <laughs> so say, relax, 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 relax. You go see what I go do now. <laughs> you go see what I go do now. You know, and it's just giving me, say, you go see what I go do now. I see, you know, say, faintly inside, you'll be like, maybe there's something he's going to do. Zoop. Wait, wait. Man, by the time, even the guy say, sorry. You. <laughs> the, guy, the guy was telling me, sorry. You. Sorry. You know, sorry. Sorry. No verse. So I remember that they had to tie, in those days, they used to tie scarf. I had to tie a scarf, like an American flag scarf. <laughs> you know, and go to where I was going to. I tied that scarf for a while. So, well, let me tell you why I'm telling you this story. Only for me, a few days after, I went somewhere. I think my dad's car or something went to fix it. And I met the guy there, he's a mechanic. So, like, he now came, he said, ah, he said, actually, he's a mechanic. He was waiting for his brother in the saloon, you know. When I walked in, so he just thought of making a quick book. So he decided to. <laughs> you know, I've seen things in this life. 
So what point? Stay through. Amen. Stay through. If you have to hustle, hustle in the thing you do. Amen. Are you understanding me? If you have to, it should be in the thing you do. Not everything. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Take it